I think it is. I think it gets the, uh, the recognition that it deserves. It is directed by the same director of Atlanta. So, Hori um, Hiro. Here you go. So, when the, when I saw at first at first when I saw like the trailer for it, I was like, okay, it's a it's a show about a kitchen. Lip is in it. There's a black cast. Lionel from. Um, do you call it our future Lotus Squad? He's from that camp, so mm-hmm. okay. yeah. so he like he was in it. Um, so like okay, at bare bare minimum, it's on a it's an FX show, so I'm probably going. And it's to, called the Bear. It's called the Bear. Uh-huh. So I I figured I figured that I was going to I figured that I was going to enjoy it, but then I saw the director and I was like, all right, this is this going to be it's going to be it's going to be something. And I feel like he has a directorial style. That is, I feel like at this point can be noted because he's done Atlanta, Dave, and now The Bear. And it's very, it's, the cinematography is great. It's shot very well. But there's always an element of something supernatural, ethereal, dreamlike that's always present in his works. So from, you know, from Atlanta. From I appreciate the, that. Yeah, from the general tone of Atlanta is, is be, being surreal. And then Dave, him having those I think like I think like the second season was more more surreal and out, st- out of body than the the first season. I still gotta watch the second season of Dave. I haven't finished it. No, you, you got time. But uh, but once once I got into this show, it was like okay, this is this is the style that you have where you have this w- very well shot, um, you know, very well shot scenes as well as some sort okay. of is su- it, supernatural thing. Is it kitchen realistic though? I I don't know. I'm not. I was never. In the industry like that, I mean the um, the kitchen experience I have was from the mm-hmm. dining hall. So I mean, I, I wouldn't. They say they say it's exaggerated, but who knows? Uh, I mean, I guess I guess I guess chefs would know, but you know, I don't you, think it's I don't think it's exaggerated. I feel I feel like. <laughs> well, then again, I haven't watched it, but I, I don't. Chefs are wild boys. I figured it'll be. It's more so kind of like. Maybe all of everything that happened may not have happened all in the same day, but. All you know, all of these things have happened if you if you worked in a kitchen. In 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 I don't I don't know if it's like I know a, multiple chefs who've tried crack and none of them were black. Uh, I mean, I, there wasn't a lot of crack use. <laughs> there was it was they, they, that that element wasn't in there. The, the the heavy drug use that was that wasn't in the show. It was more so. Oh, it's not accurate though. Yeah, well, I don't know I mean, one chef that does not do some type of drug. Right. Even just like kitchens in general. I'm not saying that's something that you I mean, promoted I, and glorified. I mean, but I mean, I mean, sure, like that that specific aspect wasn't in the show, but I don't think that was kind of like the core of what the show was supposed to be. Oh yeah, of so, course not. Um, it, so it's a it's a lad under pressure, as you said. Essentially, it's a guy. It's a guy who um, left. He left Chicago for New York to become a chef, like a you know a world a world renowned chef. He actually worked in the best the best restaurant either in the country or the, in the world. Let's say that's. Kitchen in the world, best restaurant in the world, and he worked there. You know, top of the line, he's everything. Mm. But then, and then his brother dies, and then he comes back to Chicago to save his brother's um, restaurant. But the restaurant is a shit show. Like he's not, you know, the the paperwork is bad. That you know, he's owing three hundred thousand dollars into the to the mob to taxes. They, you know, since he left it to the rest of his family, you know, they're coming for their houses. So it's it's a really it's a, it's just a really bad situation for him. <laughs> Personally, and then at the same time, you know, it's his brother, but he, but his brother never allowed him into the kitchen. And so there's the pressure of, you know, this is something that my brother withheld from me, but he gave to me after he died. And then 
the people who are there are kind of resenting him for taking over the kitchen instead of leaving it to them. So now, now he's the boss yeah. of them, and he's making it's a social commentary on gentrification. And he's trying to, he's trying to integrate. Oh, I, mean, I mean, he's, I mean, he's, from, I mean, he's from the that's his brother's thing. That's yeah, you know. but you know, black staff. You know, he's coming in. He's he's up. But I mean, the, the owner. I mean, the owner is white. Anyway. I know. Any, anyway, so he's like he's, <laughs> like he's trying he's trying to integrate things. He's trying to integrate things from. Um, Gotta keep him in what check. he what he what he learned from the kitchen, mm-hmm. and at first there's a lot of pushback, but then you know because he sees that the uh, their relationships are like everything is toxic there. It's just toxic, 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 and then he's like, you know what? We need to f- we need to figure out a system um, so that we can get organized, make sure, you know, try to help this become a su- successful business, and then he hires this other um, other uh, young black woman. Who's like, hey, you can do this, you can do that, and at first he's like, ah, we need to figure out, we need to figure out how we're going to stay in business first, and then we can implement these other things. And it's like, okay, things start working, it's working, it's working, and then things just go wrong. These things continuously go wrong, and it's con- these high pressure situations keep coming up in every every episode. Uh, but I, th- I think I think overall, it's it's a, I mean, it's a good show. It's more so it's more so about um, family and choices and. You know the weight that you carry from people who you know people who leave, and they, there's a weight that's that's carried. It's like, do you need to let that go? Do you do it for yourself? Who are you really doing it for? Um, that kind of thing. And then, um, yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's definitely a recommended show to watch. To be honest, right? Is it all on Hulu? Yeah, it's it's all on Hulu. Is the whole season completed or is weekly? Uh, I think it is. I mean, the, I mean, the episode I left out was pretty conclusive. So oh. I think I think I think it's I think it's all there. I mean, it's, it's I mean, not a, it's not a long series. At I was about to say how many episodes? I feel like it just came out. I think it's like eight eight episodes. So it's not it's not <laughs> like, a season nowadays. Yeah, I mean it's, it's yeah. It, I mean I think I think it's like hour long episodes eight. Oh yeah, eight if episodes. it's an hour long, yeah, yeah, it's 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 cool. So yeah, I know we said this before, but FX outside of HBO, FX probably puts out like pound for pound the best content. Yeah, at this point they don't have they missed. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's. I'm pretty sure there's something that that, that they put out. Like, all right, I'm not gonna watch this. I mean, I still haven't seen Woke. I mean, would you would you say it was a great show? So yeah, Woke. I still need to watch season two. I've been watching it a little bit. What do you think? It's alright. It's alright. Speak your mind, brother. <laughs> the time is yours. How, uh, um, how far did you get? I think the last episode, the last episode I really watched, it was like the black people for hire or black people for rent a black person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a very, yeah. It kind of reminded me of the um, Bamboozled by Spike Lee, like the similar mm-hmm. concept. Like this is obviously like satire and then the shit blows up. It's like, oh shit, now you kind of got to keep it going. Yeah. It like it trips me out when like um oh somebody but like hey I'm a nigga can, how can I get on how can I get hired yeah <laughs> yeah it, it 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 definitely escalated quickly started from like you know you the Uber driver not getting paid enough and that turned into all right you know why don't you come to this event for me and then he started fucking a white woman. Yeah, that's where everything went wrong. That's when everything went wrong. <laughs> Every show. Yeah, she put on a rental black person T-shirt, and he's like, "Hey, ooh, you can't be wearing." It. I'm like, "Dude, you, you were just wearing her. Like, what the fuck? You just wearing. Her. You can't be mad about this shit now. Like, come on." 
Yeah. Your roommate is selling where rent a black person. <laughs> like you 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 you're drawing hairs. You, you, like you, what you, the fuck? You, you gotta pick a struggle, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like if you if you're not gonna stand on that shit, then why'd you even? You, you can't why'd you, you even you, do that. You can't you, you can't pick and choose when it's like that. You can't have a manic moment, go public, and then, you know, just be like, all right, oh shit, you could have stamped it out. <laughs> you had time to. That's the thing. You just let it grow, and now you want to get upset. Yeah, I think woke. I. I enjoyed it because it's like, huh? You ever met somebody who just discovered they're black like two years ago? Like maybe at the height of the Black Lives Matter movement, these people who's like, like, wait, I'm black. Yeah, and it's like oh, this affects me too. Yeah, yeah, those people. Yeah, you know, so I'm like, it's like, oh wow, you really having this like awakening now? And I always, I don't know, a lot of, I don't know a whole lot of those, so. I don't know them a whole lot of them, like personally, personally, because I don't kick it with them niggas. But it's like you see it when, like, when you read certain articles and how they portray black people, it's like, oh, you don't really know what you're talking about. Or it's like, oh, big, this person just discovered they're black and now they're getting this platform to discuss the issues of black people. And it's like, you don't, you never even been around black people yourself. Like, you can tell yeah, how you, you talk. Watch, you watch BET a little late. Yeah, later on in life, and it's like you you, you watched BT after it was good. You watched yeah. BT when it was bad. Yeah, when it was obviously made by white people. Right. Yeah. Like I don't trust any black person that says African Americans <laughs> like, instead of black people. <laughs> like anybody's like you know me and the other African American community. I was like, come on, dog. Every time I see that, I just gotta cringe a little bit. Yeah. I have never once used African American unless I'm filling out a fucking bubble sheet. Even that says black people of color. Oh yeah, oh, that's at this point it's just like. Are you talking yeah. about black people, or are you talking about like not white? Exactly. Because you just say not. White. So, but watching woke and seeing the main character like go through this is like, oh, so this is how it must feel for them. Like, huh? I spent my whole life trying to ignore this one thing, and now it's so prominent that you're like you go through this whole like you don't know how to function. When the veil has been lifted later later in life. Yeah. Shout out to W.E.B. The Boys. My nigga. <laughs> we we the boys. <laughs> Tell it, Tiff. <laughs> oh, God. Um, on the, while we're on the topic, I've been watching more of Atlanta, and I definitely see what you mean. It's like, you said, just finish the season. They made the season for white people. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, definitely. It's still a very black show. But in a sense, it's like... Is it? It's still a black show. But it's like... The I'm message, starting to question that. The message they're trying to get across is like... Where everything in the first two seasons was like... Oh, it's all like kind of inside jokes for black people. It's like, oh, you get it? This joke, this third season is like, all right, this is for like white people to get it. Like, it's kind of beating you over the head. Like, understand. 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 It's done very well. And very subtle. It's not like someone's walking down the street and a message. Like, that's not happening. But it's... I don't know. Did you finish it? I haven't finished it yet, but yeah. like... We'll talk then. I got like two more episodes to go. Yeah. It's, it's the last I think two. It's the... I just finished... <laughs> I just finished the episode... Goddamn. I just finished the episode where he um lost his phone after the show. Yeah. Yeah. They were like interrogating that one white guy. I was like, I feel like I've seen this in a movie somewhere. Ah, 
man. I felt like I was watching. What was that movie with Denzel Washington? Law Abiding Citizen. American no, Gangster? No. Oh, the new the, the newest one he just came out with. Oh, no, he's a cop. Don't even ask them questions, bro. Which movie is he not a cop? There's like <laughs> fucking seven. You're right. Teen. Um, is it the Equalizer 2? <laughs> All the pieces matter. Sure. Yo, shout out to Denzel. I think that's the name of the movie. I thought that's the name of a book. Um, little fires everywhere. Yeah, so he's a cop. It's the little. Denzel. It's the little things. The little things. Some shit. Anyway, no. They're, um, they're trying to find this. In in the plot of the movie is, this person is going around raping women and killing them. Right. They think they have the guy pinned down, but the guy they got pinned down is a sociopath. So he's like lying and manipulating them this whole time. And they keep thinking it has to be him. Like all the evidence they find is pointing to it being him. The problem is the more and more they search, the more and more things don't line up. Right. So like I'm I know what you you're just fucking with me at this point. Like he's describing things that only the killer would know. So you just be but a dickhead. You, yeah. So he's like he just he's up there just blaming. To be honest, that's kind of that's like, his ability, just being an dickhead. Yeah, it's like dickhead. He, I don't, uh, yeah. I mean the, the way that the way that's explained, I'm like, uh, I don't know, because it's like, who's really playing with their life like that? Right. Like, they could really just end up like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll do it anyway. Like, right. You, okay. You you might get out in thirty years when they prove you. You know, they get the real guy. But hey, you know, if you want to play with your life like that, sure. Yeah. Right. So might keep you in there for good measures. Like, yeah, he was aiding and abetting. To be honest, I mean, he was keeping them away from the killer long enough to 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 have them suspect, suspect it was him for long enough for the killer to cover his tracks. Hey, obstruction of justice. Yeah, yeah. All, <laughs> all, like, yeah that's, you, all of these are You could have just been like, nah, nigga, it wasn't me. I'm, I'm noticing a lot of plot. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 hey, man, I got shit to do. I mean, um, Jared Leto was in it. Oh yeah, I'm not watching that. Yeah. yeah, fuck no. It was Jared Leto being. I was like, oh, this is the Joker movie he always wanted to make. I'm not giving him no goddamn money. He's, he's not getting my two cents. Like, yeah. I, I, I have nothing else to say. It was this one scene where like Denzel's character is like following him in the truck, and then um, Jared Leto's character just drives off like was off his of an exit. slowly quivering. <laughs> no, <laughs> he was just driving. <laughs> just enough to portray frustration. Yeah, so he was, he was, and Denzel's character like trying to chase him through the streets and everything like that. And he's like doing these circles because he's doing like this big loop around. And he finally stops, like, yo, what the fuck, what the fuck going on? And he stops, and he looks across the street. He sees Jared Leto's character on, uh, on the other side of the street. Like he had just parked, he had literally just parked his car on the side of the street and was just watching him and watch Denzel watching the character just freak out for like the last like fifteen minutes. Then he just drives off. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Anyway, I say all that to say. The episode of Atlanta where they're searching for um, Paperboy's phone reminded me of the movie. Because it's like, oh, here's this white guy who has to have stolen his phone because he knows Paperboy's phone number. He's knowing things like personal things and lyrics that's only Paperboy had in his phone. So he's just like, yo, you got my phone. Just tell me you have my phone. I need my phone. And then Paperboy has this very vulnerable moment, which... Leading up to like his character arc from seeing from season one to season two, and he finally has his breaking point in season three, where he's just like, I haven't felt like I've been able to create anything in two years. Everything sounds like shit. I can't write. I can't write. I've had writer's block. I've lost it all. I've lost it all. And then finally, I was out in the crowd, and I just connected with this one person, 
in the middle of me doing a song, melody started forming in my head. And I was getting, I, I got the juice again. And I was able to take that and write that down. All that's in my phone. And I feel like if I don't get my phone back, I'm going to lose it. And if I lose it, then what do I have left? So this is a very open and vulnerable moment, which he's like literally been building from season one all the way up till now. So seeing that, I was like, wow, this is a very powerful moment. But it's still kind of like the whole tone of the episode is still like, hey, white people understand black people be going through some shit. And y'all just be fucking with us. And even the people you think are allies are probably the ones holding us back the most. So it has all these messages underlined in it. But it's like, mm, this isn't why I fell in love with watching the show, Elena. So I don't know if it's just I've gone, I've fallen out of the the time frame for it. That makes sense. Like that's too much time passed between season two and season three. That I'm just no longer like it doesn't wow me anymore. Like this same exact season comes out a year after season two ends. Do I still feel the same way? Because I'm finding it like a, do you, I struggle to finish to finish the season. Do you think saying that makes it for white people? Still, still having having that be kind of like the overarching theme of the season. Do you think that's still? Do you think the fact that it is still for white people? No, I still think it's an intrinsically a black show. But I think this is the season. It, it, before it's, this, it's, it's for white people about black people. But why? Some of the time now. Before this season, it's like why? Why is it for white people? I think this is the season that's going they're for talking the, to them. Yeah, I know. I think this is the season going but, for I mean, like, like, like what? Like, like what, why? Why do they do that? No, like what? Like why is what? It, what is it about what they're doing makes it so that you think that it is talking to white people? Because, Specifically, because they're literally talking to white people. There's there's more white people in the season. There are episodes that literally revolve. Granted, they're in Europe. Even the episodes that they flash back to, like the Trinity to the Bone episode, the whole family there was white, and it was it was kind of like a take on the, um, you know, they have these these people raising their children. They're not really involved in their life, and now this kid is like latching onto this culture. Yeah, you know, just just different shit. But, but, but why? But why? I, I think it's just like why is that? Why why is that for telling that? Why is that story for white people? Because it's talking to them. It's speaking to them about the shit that they do. The shit that happens to us. That's like, hey, check this out. I don't know. It's that's just, it's, just, just, it's, it's just like the story. Like someone's uh, telling the story of things that happen to black people. Is that necessarily for white people? No, but this is. But that's, this, okay. But that's the that's the thing. Man. This is. It's, it's not like I'm trying to project or like this. I'm I'm seeing the shit unfold. Okay. For, Have for, you watched for, it? For yes, for, I was about to say for context. I haven't seen the. I haven't seen this this season at all. Right. Which is just generally, like, hey, if this if this is what it is, then why like okay. why why? I mean, okay. you can still watch it. It's I, I enjoyed it for the most part. No, it's oh, still, I'll, get, it's, I'll get to it eventually. It's still Atlanta. Um, yeah, it's still I, Atlanta, but I, it's like I'll say this: why, my favorite, why did we do this? My exactly. favorite episode of the season, and probably top three favorite episodes like of Atlanta overall, was the reparations episode. And the whole episode it just follows this white man around, and this law just got passed where white people not have to pay back reparations. And this whole thing, like he's getting these phone calls from somebody he don't know, you know, he's going through this divorce. 
There's all these things he's going on, and then all of a sudden this black woman shows up. Hey, your people own my people. You owe me money. So they she keep showing up to his house. They she's taking his things. He's getting his wage garnish. He's all this time he's like trying to run from it, trying to hide. He's like this creeping fear of anxiety. He's going to work. And all the other white people are talking about it, like what's going on, and they're all afraid. They're like, "Oh man, what the yeah. fuck is going on?" Like, my family, they weren't slaveholders. Yeah. Like, they're like, "I'm good." <laughs> Jewish. Oh man, <laughs> this one guy he had to wear a shirt that says, uh, "My people own slaves," and he's like, he like they met in the bathroom. He's like, "Yeah, part of my uh, reparations. I have to wear this on Tuesdays, right?" And so this whole time, this white guy's just like perpetually scared of. What paying back reparations is going to mean for him? Is this an episode? This of this is the episode of Atlanta. This is like the third or fourth episode. That makes that makes that makes it. It's that's, like that's so like that's, that's, that see that like that, this that, is the that, one that's that, like that beating you over there. Like yeah, that's. But so it's like and the whole time he's like, damn, this is so like, he's like nervous, he's scared. He's like, I I, I didn't do that. I just some this stuff happened th- hundreds of years ago. Like I'm sorry, but like why should I have to be the one that pays for it? And then this other white guy who's from the very first episode. Is back there, and he's like, gives this whole other perspective. Like, well, think about it this way, man. Like, we've had all this pain, all this struggle. You know, you've been able to sacrifice. You're like, so, because these people are suffering so much, you has allowed you to get exactly where you're at. And you've got to start from zero. They have to start from a hundred yards back, right? So, is it so wrong that now you're giving that next black child the ability to start from zero? To not have to deal with all the trauma, everything else is coming with it. Is that such a bad thing? And then a white guy probably goes and shoots stuff in the head and dies, right? And then the very end of the episode, the guy is working at a restaurant, being a server, and he wants to say, all right, hey, uh, all the white guys, um, stand back. And he's like, yeah, so how much of your, like, getting his wage garnished. Like, yeah, so how much of your, uh, how much do you want your check to be go towards your repayment plan for these black people, he's like, ah, oh, like 20%. Like 20%, ooh. God bless you, man. So, yeah, and that and that's it. And I was like, wow, it could all be so simple. Like, I remember walking into Madrid's room, like, it could all be so simple. That episode's fucking amazing. Because when we talk about reparations, it's who's going to pay for it? White people. That's it. Like, who's going to pay? You. You white person, you're going to pay reparations. Yeah. Why? Because you fucking well. did it. And like the justification how, was that these people they wouldn't be where they are today if it wasn't for that like having that capital right in a sense so it's like the okay. right to right to gain capital right. right so whether or not you had it or not the ability for you to get it is not diminished right right and then it, as you see the restaurant he's working at it's uh he's not the only person being a server there there's other black people there being servers he's like a kind of an upscale restaurant it's filled it's full of black people you see white people in there too and it's like oh wow it could all be right and at the end of the episode phase like he's smiling it's cool it's like oh reparations doesn't have to be the scary thing like if you really wanted to make reparations work there's a system for it to work if every white person said hey you know what i'm going to give up a portion of my check every month to the black people i enslaved great here you go right so like, huh? Wow, that was a great episode. That said a lot. It made the shit so simple. I still think that's a very great episode. But that episode is strictly for white people, right? Like, sure, it gives black people that. Like, how would we do it? How would this work? How would that work? But that episode in and it's of like, itself, huh, what an interesting concept, right? That episode in and of itself, it's so surreal. Makes sense. I remember, I just got this GQ subscription box. They gotta get GQ magazines now, or whatever, right? 
they had an article in GQ saying that that episode of Atlanta is the most scariest episode. That's like the title of it, right? <laughs> Even the description for the episode on Hulu says, yo, this episode scared the fuck out of me. This is a horror. This is a horror episode. Like and people having to pay reparations. Yes. Actually, actually that's literally that's literally Yeah, it was it's that's nightmare fuel for them. Right. For us it's for like them, for, them. for us it's like, ooh, wow. And all the descriptions for this season have been stuff stuff like that, like very short one sentences, not giving me a real like description of what's going on. So I was like, huh. So after seeing that episode and reading that, I was like, oh, this is a white person. So this is like a white person commenting on black culture. And I think that's the theme for this season. I think that's what they're trying to pull off and do. And they're executing it well. It's just, as a black person watching a show about about black people, do I want to hear that voice? You feel me? Is Lef- isn't Lovecraft Country kind of doing the same thing? As far as this is what we go through when it comes to... I mean, any... I mean... No, but it wasn't about white people. Ah, okay. In the so sense let's, 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 say, let's, say if the, let's say if Lovecraft Country... Features seventy five percent more white people, but yeah. more white people. But it was the same. Josh, thing. like literally, but Atlanta is the, the if, cat. If Atlanta's ten episodes this season, like five of them were about the main cast, the other five of them was just some one offs. And those one offs were so primarily about white. about white folk. Okay, except for the one about what was his name? The first episode. Yeah, the first episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that makes it, sense. So it was uh, the episode called "The Big Payback." It's uh, episode four. Nice. The the description who literally says, "I was legit scared watching this." <laughs> That's what the description says. So going into it, so I, in myself, I'm thinking it's another like, uh, 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 what's the name? A Pretty Hankins, yeah. um, Teddy Perkins. Teddy Perkins. There you go. From season one, I'm thinking it's about being another episode like that. Like, oh shit. Then if it be about reparations, I was like. Who's the one saying this? So I think everything they're doing is like this whole subversive thing. And they're trying to get this point across, right? So I get it. I also think this is the season they're trying to win an Emmy for. And how do you get the best way of winning the awards? Talking to white people. Making white people either A, feel guilty about being white, or B, make them think about being white. I mean, Atlanta's first season got an Emmy for being black. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They're going for all of them now, I guess. But yeah, it's. I still really do enjoy this season, but I can definitely say this is a lot more. A lot more labor goes into watching it. Like it's not. I don't have a. Ooh, I got to see the next episode. It's oh okay. I can watch something else now. But it's good though. I've also started watching, um, the shit on HBO Max about this nigga in Tokyo, and by nigga I mean white man. So, Tokyo Vice. I've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of it. It seems it seems like the name of something that was already out a long time ago. Maybe like let's say ten years ago. I I think it's Miami Vice, which is based in Tokyo. Is it is it a a crime? Yes. So the main character is this white guy, obviously. Who's who's the star? Um, I'm less interested. Did you ever see Bulletproof Monk? Yeah. The Bulletproof Monk, him. Bulletproof the Bulletproof Monk, Monk was Charlie and Fat. But the white guy was like Sean. I think it was Not like the white guy. The, the guy who played the Monk. I think it's him. Oh, yeah. Charlie, yeah, Charlie and Fat. Yeah. Okay. Him. He's in it. Okay. Um, The whole 
you start you start off in Medi Address. So I felt like I was watching a BET movie for a second. Like, oh yeah, I bet y'all wonder how I got here. So this is the the white guy. He wants to write for like the Tokyo Times or something like that, right? So he's in Japan. Sky-G. No, like who's 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 the? It's about the white guy, right? Yeah. So who's who's the star? I don't, I don't know these white people names. But it's like you're watching this show. I don't know these white people names, Josh. Them crackers. Oh. Yeah. Was he in anything? Yeah, was like was he was he in it? That's what I thought. It was yeah, you like said you said the nigga from my uh, motherfucker. You got a picture? Jake Adelston. Who the fuck is that? There's a that's a list of the cast and crew. Yes, I've never seen a I never seen him before. Oh, well, maybe this is. His Wait thing a second, this guy wasn't in Bulletproof Monk. <laughs> oh, he was in. I uh, he was in. Um, uh, uh, what's the name? The because Chai on Fat is Chinese anyway, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not, I mean, that sounds Chinese. Is what's the name of the guy? He was in the Inception. There oh, you yeah, go. The guy, the guy from Inception. The guy from Inception. The guy from Inception. The Last Samurai. Oh, he was in the Last Samurai. Yes, Tom Cruise. <laughs> he was the Last Samurai. No, oh. fuck. What's that dude's name? Keanu Reeves, forty-seven Ron. Um. Anyway, so the premise of the show is that this white guy, he's trying to write for like the Tokyo Times, some big newspaper in Tokyo or whatever, right? Ambitious. Yeah. And he's like teaching the Japanese kids. What a kids. fucking asshole. He's trying to teach these guys like Japanese English. <laughs> that's, that's, oh fucking my God. Imperialist. I'm, annoyed. I'm annoyed. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like in the first episode, he has to like take a test to like write for the newspaper, right? Yeah, it says in Japanese? Yeah, and the whole test is in Japanese. What a, what a, what a fucking so, but every But it's not just him, it's like, like actual Japanese people all trying to like, it's like 100 people in the room about to take like a standardized test. It should get started giving me anxiety, like, oh God, never again. See, all he has to do is press the touchpad and then he'll get the answers. <laughs> so when he's walking up, the late, uh, the um, it's also, this is set in like the 90s. In the 90s? What yeah. a fucking asshole. So yeah, so um, he's walking up and White like, man in Japan and like the test proctor is like, uh, I'm sorry, this entire test is in Japanese. He's like, oh, it's okay. I, I know. So he said they start answering all the questions or whatever, right? And then everyone else, fin- he finishes before everybody else. So he's like, you know, the, the smug white guy looked like, ha, yeah, I did it. I'm chilling. Then everyone else finishes. And then literally everyone else finishes the test. He's like, Gary, hand his paper. And he looks and he's like, oh, fuck, fuck. You ever did a test and you forgot to answer like a whole side of the sheet? Like, you didn't, I didn't know there was a back to this. No, was, just I, I was so it. afraid of that that it never happened to me. <laughs> well, that happened to him. So he was like tripping out about it. What do you what what do you, what do you have to say in another country to be a newspaper writer? I don't what is, like what right. is like who who, right. who the fuck are you to go to another country to what be a do? newspaper? Does writer? he get shot? I hope he does. Like, well, how does your like how does your what 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 is what is your opinion mean? You're not you're you're coming. What that doesn't? I'm I'm annoyed. I don't, I'm not watching that show. <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna be pissed off the entire like I'm not but gonna like, it's, it's, it deals with the Japanese Yakuza. Um he's basically saying he's trying to write an article about what's going on in like the Japanese underground and they're like, Hey, you can write your story. For the fucking noisy but, interview. <laughs> like he up there in the trap with amigos. But he's getting like threatened by um the Yakuza, like, hey, if that article comes out, we're gonna kill you. We're gonna find your family and kill them. He's also like, so like you want to come over here and write write about us. We're gonna to go to your country. Yeah, and yeah. fuck some shit. So this is all. All this happens like in the first episode. So I'm just like, oh, okay. This is. It looks cool. Set in Tokyo. If you can just ignore the the imperialism of it all, it's not bad. 
I mean, isn't that life itself? Yeah. If you can ignore the imperialism of it all. Hey, let's go to vacate. Let's, let's, let's go to Hawaii. You have to ignore the imperialism of it all. But it's, it's I always wanted to go to Hawaii, but now I don't think I ever will. Yeah. It's okay. I can, you know, I can watch documentaries, I can watch videos on, on YouTube. Yeah. We can astral project. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna go via Meta though. Fuck them. Meta? Nah. I. Anyway. Um... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Drew, have you finished? Uh, are you all caught up in Spy X Family? Oh, or Spy fuck. Family for you know? Um, I don't remember. I think I might have an episode or two left. Second half of the season comes in October, so right. it really don't matter. Along with? Bleach! Yes, sir. How you feeling? Oh, man, you already know. You know, it's it's been long awaited. You know, never doubt it. Never doubt it. Nah. You, you Big ball of brand. Never been, doubt You've it. been carrying the, the, the Bleach fandom on your back for a while. Like, they, ha- they should have a special shout out just for you. Because <laughs> you've been begging for this for years. No, I've been calling. I was like, if the animation is going to go up, you know, there's going to be a bigger budget behind it. I thought you were going to the anim- They're going to add shit that, that the manga skipped. And it, right, Kubo came out and said, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm working to help direct this. You know, if we're adding fights. Look look forward to Yamamoto versus Yawich. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. Extend it. Yeah, then he says uh, anime only content. Yes. Yeah. They're adding they're adding fights that were off screen. Yeah, that's a lot of them shits. Yeah. That's so, gotta feel good. Yeah, it, oh man, it feels wonderful. The P V trailer fucking went it went crazy. Just that shot of Ichigo just like holding his sword, just like rain pouring down, protect souls. It's like that shit is so fucking hard. I'm gonna get that shit tattooed. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna say I'm like, if I gotta get an anime tattoo, it's that way. <laughs> you gonna get it on your back? Nah. Nah, that's nah. It's too much. That's too you wouldn't, much. You, wouldn't too get much. A, you wouldn't get a full panel just like oh, on your man. back. A full panel. That's a that's a lot of that's a lot Ooh. of real estate for one, you know, one specific thing. Oh, that's a very interesting question. If I had to get a full panel of something, what full panel would I get? A full panel. I'm definitely going to get the scene of Kaneki slapping some cheeks, you know what I'm saying, from Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> My MC gets ass. <laughs> Keep sure you know. She was like, Kaneki, are you still a virgin? <laughs> what? <laughs> it was like, damn, dog, you've done been through a lot in about two years, and you ain't kind of a virgin. <laughs> From 19 to 21, you about to die every day? Yeah. That's well, rough, bro. Yeah. I'm glad your trailer came out and you're excited for oh, your man. anime. I can't, I can't fucking wait. It's literally one of the things I've been manifesting for so long. And here it is. And the Bleach content afterwards is about to go crazy. You know, I, I'm, I'm, it's cool that the big three is still somehow relevant. <laughs> In today's society, albeit one of them is, you know, it, if you look at it for what it was and not what it's <laughs> what, what it is right now, you know, <laughs> we we can all look back fondly. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy for you. Well, me on the other hand, my anime of choice. That trailer came out oh. for a teaser trailer, and it yeah, the, my, all of my hype for it just have gone all the way down the drain. 
Troy Gunn. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. um, Asher Stampede, my Twitter name, is a reference to Troy Gunn and their main character, Asher Stampede. I still haven't seen it. I knew I knew that oh, it was out, man. but I was so scared that I didn't want to watch it. Cause, like, oh, the trailer? Yeah, because reha- oh, yeah. rehashing 90s anime, unless you're doing... Like stylized, stylistically, unless you're keeping it that way, it's I like I, 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 I've gotten to the point where I don't mind most CGI anime, but like remixing a classic with CGI, it's CGI, it, it's yes. CGI. It is not Doro Hidoro CGI. It's it is, it's it from the same. It's, it's from it, the same. It's um, from Orange Orange Studio Orange that Studios. did. Um, what's what's the main thing? B stars. Okay. So they like they're good. This shit ain't B stars, dog. Like, they're like, good in the CGI. Right. Like they're like they're really good in the CGI. Like oh man, that last season of B stars, they they were in their they're in their bag with that one. They were like yeah, we get we we cracked the code on, C, on the CGI shit. They also did that um like that Godzilla show, like the recent one. Single single zero point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. it was I it was, really it was a that. mix between um I, like I think Studio did. Wit and them like, I like they did I like the, did the CGI shit and then Wit did the hand drawn like well maybe not hand drawn at this point but the like the two D animation side of it like that's what I would have wanted from like now last Trigger and Trigger honestly if you're gonna if you're gonna do CGI do, why why I want to see more shows animated the way that Doro Hidoro was animated. Because they kept the stylistically, it was to me personally, it felt like it was the '90s cell style. Yeah. But they were able to move it into the future with exactly. the CGI, and it was done so well. To it the doesn't point. hit the way the Dora Hidora manga does. That shit is like, that shit is like dirty and like dark, and it's fucking dope. Sure. <laughs> That's how the anime made me feel. Fucking dirty. Yeah. yeah the, the, the anime they did a good job. Wait, if you're going if you're gonna be rehashing or with the intent of keeping that same style, I would have hoped they would have done that. But if it's not, then I'll I'll I'll, I'll check out the trailer. But if it's if it's if it's, if it's is it all C- CGI or is yes. it yes yes yeah like, yeah like I was oh man so Orange Studios they've done Majestic Prince Black Bullet I was like oh that was y'all. I remember that shit. I did this CGI and that was yeah. it was hit or miss. Yeah. Uh Active Raid, Norn Nine, Dimension W. I watched a little bit of that. A Land of the Lustrious. B Stars. B Star Season Two. Godzilla Singular Point, like you said. And Trigun Stampede, which is the new <sighs> Yeah, so I'm disappointed because see this is why I don't want them to touch the old school anime. Yeah, because it's like, damn it! Because if y'all can it loses its character, shit, yeah, it's like, fuck. And Vash looks super. Oh. I, th- I think I think this so is supposed like, to be a prequel. So like before the shit that happened in the anime. Sure, because Vash is like 130 years old by the time we meet him in the anime. Yeah, I think this is. I think we're meeting yeah. a younger Vash because I think even his bounty was lower in the trailer. Yeah, I mean he doesn't, he doesn't get to the 60s, 66 billion double double dollar until like after he just destroys so the city. Up the moon yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so like, so before he blows up the moon. Yeah, so like, all right, cool. I'm not even. It's just the look of it. Trigun is a western, right? It's set in a dystopian future, but it's a western. But it's at its core, it's a western, and it's stylized. Like a Western. a Western. Not necessarily yeah. the look, but the the way it's paced. Yeah, it's these things are struggling yeah. with water, you know? 
Yeah, that like the, the plants are like literally like the electric companies are keeping things safe. This shit has like the names of cities are like named after like the fucking states in the West, the like, fucking Oregon, the Montana, like, all these shits. It's like, dog, this is. That's what happens when like you know you you ship out a bunch of space stations and one of them was Texas, and that <laughs> lands on a planet that happens to be a desert. <laughs> this is what happens. And they call that planet Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke. They landed with a couple of supplies and guns, and that was yeah. about it. We're like, we're yeah. gonna make these we rations got, stretch, but we got, we got beans. guns. We got beans. <laughs> we got guns. So that means we got gas too. Burning oil. God damn it, we popping something. Yeah, but watching that, I was very excited for Trigun. I was like, oh wow, this shit's coming back. Shit is lit. That was the first trailer I watched when I, I woke up. Open my phone. <laughs> that was the first thing I saw, and I was like, "Whoa!" But I, I saw like a forty. Uh, it's like the whole trailer is like a minute and forty five seconds. I saw like a forty second version of it, and then you sent the whole trailer to me, and I was like, "Oh man, I hope it got better." But it, it didn't. It didn't. I went from being very excited for the show to being like, "I will watch it eventually." Mm. I hope to be pleasantly surprised at this point. Uh, well, if, it ain't, if it's not on major platforms, then I don't. The animation really takes me out. It's like CGI is very hit or miss. Like B stars, because it's to me it's like original. It's so original. Like, okay, this makes sense. Even like take Black Bullet, right? Which I didn't know they made, but Black Bullet they could have did that. That's two D and three and three D animation mix. The CGI mix, and the CGI was only like the shit they had to fight. And like, okay, this kind of makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you know? it's easier to do it all in CGI. It's cheaper, too. Exactly. So I I get it. And if you can make the shit work, even Dora Hedora, which I... Oh, my God. I, you know you want to watch that second season? Whatever they announce it. I don't. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Why not? I love that show. Oh, man. They had a cockroach named Johnson. He wore shoes. He was undead. <laughs> <laughs> they was playing baseball <laughs> like no. every, no, every that sounds like a lot of fun. You gotta have a you gotta have a beach episode. You gotta have a oh, baseball man. episode. No, Dora Dora. It's it's a it's a, it's a it's a very anime anime. Like I'm watching all this and some anime shit. I'm like, oh man, this oh man, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's I'm not shitting on it. It just watching it was just like oh I I felt dirty. Yeah, it's, it's it, not supposed to be clean. Nice, that shit is grimy. Yeah, it's that like a nice grimy. That shit is a dive bar of anime. It is a dive bar. It's just like fucking. It's the jacks. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little. It's a little sticky. It's just like fucking into the thirty six chambers. Like, You're gross. This is a leather jacket that you've been wearing for thirty years that you've never washed, cleaned, yeah. or upholstered. That shit is nasty. Like I feel like I should be washing in the ski mask. Probably you feel like if you go to if you go I'm to fully the, if immersed you, if you go to the bathroom to take a break somebody's gonna offer you coke. Yeah, I also don't know what the fuck the plot or the storyline was. It's supposed to be. Yeah, you don't. Not, you, we you also don't. We also don't have a full understanding of mushrooms. So same thing. You're not really supposed to understand it. Just, when you do, when you are supposed to understand it, I think you'll understand it. Wait, you really don't have a full understanding of mushrooms. You know, we don't know no. what they are. It's a fungus, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. I learned in science. You can't kill it in any way that matters. Okay. Fung- fungus is essentially another version of the Earth. 
yeah. if, if that if that makes sense. It's, it's like it's the, imagine if the Earth dreamed and it was tangible, like the planet dreamed and it was tangible. That oh, is a fungus. Shit. And that's how we get cheese. That's, and what, that's how we get cheese. And that's how we get cheese. Blue yeah. cheese. Yeah, that's why magical mushrooms are fun. You feel connected to the earth. Yeah, it developed. If, if what if a rock developed language, and it communicate with you, you had to ingest it to speak with it. We're all right. one. This is I'm the saying. most compelling argument someone has ever given me to try psychedelics. Yeah, man. And not the fact that it will literally restructure your brain from trauma. <laughs> no. <laughs> to be like uh, fully functional and yeah, if you had, if you well had, to, if you had to be a kid, you don't have to do you don't have to do a bunch and then like walk on the moon and you know talk yeah. to space cockroaches and shit. You can fucking microdose that shit. You can you can microdose and just chill. You can just watch watch the you walls. Probably, you won't feel. You won't even see that. You would just feel, huh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> No, I'm not opposed to. Uh, I, I got just sunshine. On, a, on a personal level. On a personal, it's like not one time I've ever heard someone speak about psychedelics. I'm like, wow, that sounds like a great time. Yeah. Even when people explain their fun experiences, and none of it just is like, yeah, that's I gotta experience that. Fair enough. But yeah, if you want to, you know what I'm saying. That's, that's you know. More power to you. No, but yeah. understanding rocks. That no, like no, no cap. Like that was literally the best argument I've ever heard someone say. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. If you if you if you wanted to understand fully understand rock, you know what I'm saying. I don't know if I fully want to understand rock. <laughs> when you put it like that, that makes me want to reel it back some. I'm not a chef. We're gonna pause that up, brother. <laughs> oh man, what, uh, what music have y'all been listening to lately? Um, my chill mix <laughs> chill mix uh, I it's like have I been listening to music do you know there is a remix for Borderline with Blood Orange I told y'all about that oh fuck I didn't know Josh. yeah it sounds, I, don't, I don't remember, remember I, 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 I tweeted it sound, It sounds like waking up at 6am and going to the woods and smoking a bowl I was like yo yeah. my, chill, my chill mix threw it at me I was like wait hold on it's like where am I what I know you actually like. I was like, Yo. you have to, you have to check. You have to like, wait. Am I still in the same room? <laughs> it, 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 yeah. Like that. That song takes you to another place. Yeah, I was like, damn, this is. I already love Borderline. I was like, but this is just like a different song, but the same song, but completely different. Yeah, I plus miss, Blood Orange. Yeah, I miss. <laughs> I miss. You know who? who this who, another version of that same kind of thing is when the Neptunes mix uh, remix by your side. By Sade. Oh yeah, it's kind of, it's a completely it's a completely different song, but it's the same song. It's the same song. I, I remember somebody posted that uh, somebody posted a video of like the Neptune's remix, and people were like, "No, the original was better." I'm like, "What do you what do you I mean?" Maybe because I only knew the remix before I even listened to the original, oh, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wait, this is e-. when I knowing the remix was like this is eons better than the original." I mean, the original was cool. It's kind of like a soft rock guitar kind of. I don't know. Okay, song. now you're wilding. They're two different songs. <laughs> I was like, ah. but the Neptune's version was real. It was it was like the like the the, the bridge like the bridge on that on that on that track was crazy. But yeah, don't you feel that? Oh, you like the original more than you like the remix to um, Everybody Knows by NERD? Yeah, I can't. I mean, I mean, they're two completely different things. Yeah, they fundamentally, are two, they're, 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 they're two, two completely two different, different things. I think I just like the original better because it's 
it's not like a bunch of niggas rapping. It's just a song. Yeah, it's, just, it's a song. Actually, that's that's what I, actually that has been what I've been listening to. Um, I bought C and Sounds the CD and I put that in my car. To yes, get, to get another because full realization of that album. You were listening to that. Uh, we were on the way to Chris's party. Yeah, and I was like, damn. I really still fuck with this album. It, it really, it really solidified that that I really do believe. I always thought, but it was like, yeah. After listening, because I bought before that, I bought um, Fly or Die, mm-hmm. and now moving on to seeing sounds, I was like, yeah, this this is definitively their their best project. Nothing was cool after that. I, I think I need to, I think I need to rebuy nothing because I I bought I I got nothing when it came out, and I got seeing sounds when it came out, but. I didn't listen to Fly or Die or Research Up when they came out. I didn't get mm-hmm. into those until I didn't get into In Search Up until college. So after and then there was there was one day where I was like, you know what? I need to figure out which one is the best. And after I went through it chronologically, one hundred percent their definitive style of what they were trying to do, seeing sounds is probably I think it's the I think it's the best version of because it has everything that they're trying to do. Like the, it has a bunch of like the fun, you know, young, you know, young spaz. Yes, yeah, spaz. Like yo, know, time for some action. Mm-hmm. You know that just that that intro, that bass, that bass intro. Yeah. It's real, it's real fun. Like the drum, like all the drums no, of what they're doing is there. The groove, the groove is what they were doing. You know, they always they're have, rocking. They always have that one song that would that just completely just like, uh, like the way like you know like the uh, the way she moves versus. Um, was it Rockstar? I can't remember. I can't remember what the one song on In Search of was, but they always have that that one super funky, that one super funky song that they have on the album. That's there. All the all the elements of what makes NERD is on that album, but they take it to ten. It's mm-hmm. like okay, we can afford strings, we can afford instruments, we know how to, you know, we can do the the full the full production value of that band is seeing sounds. They kind of went a little bit over overboard. With nothing, I do. I still love that album, but like seeing sounds is like, how do you get better than you know what? Like you know what? That was that was like what two thousand nine. What seeing sounds? Yeah, two uh, two thousand eight. Two thousand two thousand eight. Even better. Two thousand eight. So you have, um, so you have like spaz. You have everybody knows. You have you know what. You have love bomb. You have yeah. sooner or, or later. later. All of in two thousand in two thousand eight. It all comes you crashing. A, you have a whole down. I remember crying down. on the bus. Crashing down. Not because anything happened. It was just because that song was. You know when it a song hit. hits, it's just, it was like wait a second. That scenery is going. You just yeah. staring out the window. Yeah. Nobody's talking to you directly. It's like. This song is like this song. This like those like yo. This song is so fucking. It's over. Leave it. Oh my god. But yeah. So, so let's so let's so let's yeah. that. I was like, man, no, like go ahead that, and that. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I literally just did like that. that. Like that album was. It was such a special moment in music that yeah. I feel. I feel bad for the people who are growing up now. Where because like I feel like there they there isn't that right now when it comes to like main like. Underground, yeah, there's probably plenty of underground. The access to music is, is vast, is you know, more accessible, easier to get music. But when it comes to a period of time where the amount of like the music that you get takes a lot of personal scavenging, mm-hmm. you know, plus you know, it's, it's Pharrell, you know, one of the most popular musicians ever. You know, NERD, it isn't the most popular band, but everybody kind of knows NERD. I never really listened to Fly or Die. 
I think I know. That's the one with the red cover, right? Yeah. Why not? It's cool. In Search Of, I definitely fucked with In Search Of. Yeah, I think I think I would want to actually no. I want to get their their most recent their most recent album is actually really no one really no one ever really, really does. does. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a banger. Yeah, I, I, I still feel like it was underrated because I feel like that 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 album was the mo- was the at the, I guess like at their age and at the point of time still having the ability to sound yeah only eleven new. songs yeah mm. deep down body thrust. <laughs> Yeah, that's on. Yeah, I think I think I might get that one next. But yeah, listening to Seeing Sounds, I'm back to my summer jam, which is uh, Loose Ends, a little their Loose Ends first album, a little Spice, released in 1982 or three. Okay, that's like la- like last I'm summer. That real quick, too. like like last yeah. like last summer, that album was absolute was was absolute. I couldn't get it out of my car. Like the entire like the entire album just absolutely slaps. It's the if if you don't know, that's the um, the album with um, Contemplating. You never told me you were waiting, contemplating. <laughs> What's the name of the album again? A Little Spice. A Little Spice. So that is like, I'm bumping that album right now. Um, and then I'm trying to figure out what's oh, It's only eight tracks? Yeah. Yeah, it's eight tracks. It spins. It's it's the replay value on that is crazy. Like, right. it, like where I'm at right where I'm at right now, the reason why I'm switching CDs is because um, it create it creates a special moment in time for music. So it allows me to be able to appreciate music in a very specific way instead of being able to have access to all any song that has ever been recorded, you know, just being able to listen to them. I think what I think I, what it was is that I was uh, I think I was reading like an interview, um, a Kid Cudi interview, and they were asking him what he was listening to. It was like, yeah, I honestly don't even listen to music that often. I'll I'll have one CD that'll be in my car, and I'll just bump that for like ever. So I was like, okay, what it like? Well, I think. Oh yeah, you can't stop the rain. No, I was just looking at the songs. Yeah, that do I have that? Do I have that album? Because I actually have two loose ends album. Oh, uh, so this one's off of "So Where You Are." You see the cover? No, I don't. I don't have that album. It's got contemplating on it. They be mixing shit up. Probably. You can do. You can do that back then. It seems pretty uh ambiguous, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but as far as anything else, I, I recently I finally bought um, one of my favorite recent albums <coughs> on vinyl, um, which is by Liv. Uh, let me. F- it's my favorite album, but of course I can't remember the title of it. If you ask me, no, I, I definitely understand. Uh, I couldn't wait to tell you. I finally I, when it when it was released, I wanted it on vinyl, so I just I finally just um, took the plunge and bought it. Um, it is real. One thing I'm looking at is when you buy the vinyl, having actual production value in the vinyl, which is very underrated. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times you get a vinyl and it's just, a, you know, just a, it, may, it may have like a sleeve and then the vinyl is just black. This one has, I think it's two, it's two, two discs, right. two records, but the records have the, have the, lyri- the, the sleeves, have the, lyri- have the lyrics on it. It's colorized. It's, desi- it's full, it's fully designed, which I really appreciate. The most recent Toro album is like that as well. It's a it's a it's a gatefold with it's a gatefold with the lyrics. You open it up, you know, um, the uh, the sleeves, the co- you know, colored sleeves, sticker. You got a sticker in there, um, right? A, no. I, it made me really appreciate. Bless you, there, King. Like, there's still there's still artists out here who care about um, providing a product when it comes to when if you're gonna buy something from it. Right. Just oh, here it goes. Like okay, we're gonna think about here, everything damn. about this. Yeah. So I ordered um. 
Flower Boy, uh, Tyler's album on vinyl. And on the inside of it, he's like, yeah, I had actually had this whole layout. I took a bunch of dope-ass pictures for this. But as like the label or like the guy who took the pictures, like for every cut and clear it. So the inside is just a bunch of pictures I had on my cell phone. They're just pictures of Tyler being stupid, <laughs> right? So yeah, definitely, definitely. This summer, we're definitely having like a ramen vinyl party. Yeah, I was, actually, bring I was thinking yeah. about that. Like, how do I like how if I would if I would have like a vinyl if, if we were to have a vinyl party, how would that how would that work? It's like everybody just everybody bring a vinyl. Yeah, everybody bring a, yeah everybody bring a vinyl. You get the you you we play it. You pick you pick one side of the vinyl that you um, bring, and we get to talk about it. So. Yeah, everyone just kind of sits around the room. We got some ramen going or tacos. Probably wrong. Whatever. Yeah, just got you know set the set the vibe and shit. It got a, got nice ass speakers in my house. You know, got a nice little setup going on. Everyone just sits there, bring a vinyl. Everybody sit around and talk about like the shit we listen to, like things we got, like things you're into. You feel me? And like, yeah, that's a that's what you need to get entry. Like yeah, you bring a bring a bottle of vinyl. Everyone sits around and just you know enjoys it. I've been thinking about that for a minute. Yeah, coming together and talking about music. I feel I feel like that's yeah. I feel like that's one thing that's very very. Important. I feel like that's a that's I don't I don't want to say pivotal, but it's a very important important part of society is simply just talking about the music that you're listening to. Just I mean, because of right. how important music is in our society and how it you know it, it shapes your mind. And, you know, it's influential in how you think and how you operate and how you dress and how you act. And you know, talking about the music that you're listening to is important. And to have that, I'm thinking, you know, how like to have like the um. The, like the, like a mini coliseum of like people you know great philosophers talking about whatever fuck shit they have on their mind. Yeah, debating and yeah, it's like talking shit, ruminating. Imagine imagine being able to do that when it's just like when it's you know talking about the music that you're listening to, like right. being able to being able to just sit in a room and absolutely gush about the album that's just like taking over. So your we mind have podcasts for. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's why that's why you have podcasts. But if we're like in in a in a in a Damn, an IRL podcast? In, uh, in, in IRL, like... Look, yeah, oh, that's shit. what I was thinking, like... Oh, shit. I mean, it'd be a hell for you editing. But I was like, yeah, if you like... Yeah, I'm not up. editing that. <laughs> <laughs> you set up a no, mic... An just, like, IRL podcast without... We're, we're not recording. We're not recording. Without recording. recording. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Wow, crazy. What are those called? Is there, like, a name? Yeah, we can stream it, but in physical. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you just, physical, just like... Stream, with Physical streaming. Like, with your eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And ears... Nah, nah, nah. I don't know. It's crazy stuff. I don't think it. I'll record it on my phone just in case. Live? You go on YouTube live? No, fucking Instagram live? Yeah. Which I've never done, by the way. Yeah, me neither. I like to keep it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm an Instagram live and that's nigga. Where I used to be. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I I I won't ever stop. You know? You have something to go on Instagram live about. What am I going to do? Speaking of those two points, um, I've really been listening to Lupe Fiasco's new album. Drill music in Zion, and the one he dropped like recently just dropped. Yeah, you the one he just most recently dropped, right? Okay. He recorded that entire album in three days on GarageBand with a hundred dollar mic, right? And I feel like, like he did it. He had to feel like he did that just to be a head ass. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like just to see if he could it's do like, it. Bro, like, you're, it's like, I remember when he was first talking about. He's like, "Yeah, hey guys, I'm about to record a whole ten track album in 24 hours." Like he, it ended up taking him three days to do it, but yeah, it's ten tracks. It's um, fire. He like sat there and really just kind of freestyled every verse. Like he he said he talked about how he raps. Like, yeah, I sit there, I think of a line, I kind of go punch it in, sit back, think of another line, 
keep going. Sometimes I have like a lot of lines come at once, but he does like sit there and writes down his raps or whatever. I wish I could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, creative. So he made this album. Like looking at it and listening to it, it's um. I was like, all right, what is this? What is it gonna sound like? Because I listened to his, his mini EP uh, tape tape, in which he was like really doing like the drill thing. Not like he wasn't like shoot him up, kill, kill, but he was like has that it, same was, essence. Was it, was it NYC drill or was it like Chicago? It's drill? Chicago drill. Oh, okay. So, you know, I was like, okay, I think it's, the album's gonna have that leaning, but it's not. It's like very jazzy. It sounds, um, it's probably more in line with food and liquor and the cool. Then it's later, then like Tetsuo and Youth and Droga's Waves. So that's that more that's a soundtrack. He produced the entire the entire album. And I it's it's hard. Like this the idea of drill this is probably Lupe's easiest album to digest. Like it's times I, I food go liquor? Yeah, I go back in food and liquor now, I'm just catching shit. Like oh wow I didn't know what you meant when you said that oh in that in that way you, yeah like, you get a you you get a fuller grasp of what he's saying yeah like you can listen to this album one time and kind of like understand okay this is what you're doing here now that's still part I'm sure there's like layers layers and layers to it but like listening to it too I was like oh man this is this is fire you know like on this last is it the last track I can't I don't know. Like damn, nigga, this is what you should have been doing in the you know the whole time. You ain't have like you ain't have to give. He it. had to be so head ass, but he was like literally. He had this one bar. He was like, um, you know, rappers die too much. That's it. That's the verse. And he goes on to give you three more verses, and then in the fourth verse, he's like, "This is the fourth verse." He's like, "Oh wow, that first verse really was just the first verse." And he's literally like, the whole concept of the album is a drill music in and of itself, like. We're rapping about our ops. We're rapping about killing people. Like, all this shit's destructive. It's so bad. Like he has a song. He's like, "I wish that you were lying to me." I wish all this flash shit, all this gangster shit, all that shit you're talking about. I wish you were lying to me that this wasn't really real because y'all are out here really doing this and people are really dying and y'all are losing our lives off of this music shit. And I'm not talking down to y'all because I'm a part of it too. I like guns. I like this shit. I enjoy that music. You know, I have songs where I'm talking about fighting niggas and rapping niggas and killing niggas. Like, I, I do all this shit so I understand. But fuck. This shit is fucked. Right? But it's not so heavy in that aspect. It got, it got a little bounce to it, you know? So I just keep thinking about the, the title of the album, Drill Music in, in Zion. And um, he actually tweeted at Mike C-Town, shout out to Dead in Hip Hop, that uh, they just did their review on the album. And he's like, I, I don't know if he just recorded it in three days or did he like actually do the whole thing from start to finish he's like no I the whole time rec- recorded versus everything in three days time I had nothing written down no pre no pre-planned nothing like that and he shortened the album title to DMIZ Joe Music and Zion I was like okay and I was like wait Demons Demons I was like okay cool then Joe Music and Zion I was like huh that title is like, oh, is this like heavenly drill music? If you used to make drill music in heaven, this would it be about instead of you going at your ops? Which is the essence of drill music? Is it like you're trying to like save your people? Or is he saying like drill music in Zion, like I'm taking this shit to heaven, like this shit is dead? Like I'm trying to kill drill music with this album by making anti drill music? You feel me? It's like all these shit is like, oh, okay, what are you really like saying and doing here? You feel me? But like any Lupe albums, like, I listen to it. 
a bunch and it's like, oh man, I, I think I get one meaning from it. And then I go back, put it down for a while, go back and listen to it again. Like, oh no, nah, this nigga's saying, actually saying this. And three years later, I come back and listen like, oh, what, what the fuck was I thinking? This is what the fuck's just, just about. So Yeah, I'm still catching lines from failure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you even catch the change in theme? It's like, did I? <laughs> oh shit did you even catch the change in theme you talking about oh Jesus Christ um, yeah uh, speaking of did you see the lineup for one music fest yeah are you going uh, what, am, what, what what am I doing it's like okay yeah. it's like, it's like what, what am I doing where like, am I going it's like, yeah. I, it's like I see it like oh yeah that is cool and then it's like if I miss it I wouldn't I wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel anything if I missed it I've never been to one music fest I haven't been to any music festival ever ever unless yeah. you count Howard's um, homecoming. Yard fest. Yeah, let's count yard fest. Yeah, aren't, aren't, or for for that show, aren't tickets like two fifty for one music fest? They are one twenty nine, one sixty nine, one eighty nine, something like that. I would go for, but the they fact also have getting a, out of the house again. Yeah, yeah, but they also have like a payment plan, <laughs> like oh, just yeah. make four payments. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the, that's really like the only reason I would go is because it's so, to do something. Yeah. Right, I need to. Do that yeah, it's like more. Do, yeah, it's like do doing, doing something stuff. It's like yeah, something. <laughs> not that in the sense of like doing something that other people are doing something that's you know popular or it's like oh mm-hmm. this is something that's you know yeah. what's going on. Especially if uh, we got friends going. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, it's like okay, we. I know. It's like I know at least one person that's gonna Fuck go. It. I'm, you know, it's like yeah, that's like maybe hey, maybe next weekend or the the following pay period. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean I it's it's October. Fair. You know? sure. It's the week before weekend before our birthday. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I've never been. Um, Lupe's performing, and I've never seen Lupe live in concert. Literally every time. Two reasons ago? Yeah, so I was like, I got to see Lupe. I got to see Big Crit, too. I think he's getting to come to Atlanta. Or he just left. No, he already came to Atlanta. Fuck. Um, Pusha T, I missed his first go-around in Atlanta. And the day he's coming back to Atlanta is the day after my birthday. And I'll be in fucking Houston. Damn. For my birthday. So I'm not like, upset. Like, I'm like, I'm in Houston. But it's not like, fuck, I really want to see Pusha T. I got to see Pusha T in concert. Um, Who's performing in Houston? Nobody. I just want. I just never been to Houston. You should go. Go to a show in Houston. Yeah, I should probably try and find something that weekend. And then um, Westside Boogie, he's coming to Atlanta. So I really, I'm really enjoying um, more black superheroes. Nice. Like I keep. That's how I kind of keep coming back to. So so far this year, it's been. Um, Vince Staples, Ramon, the part broke my heart. Yeah. Uh, Pusha T. <clears throat> yeah, um, that, shit is, al- that shit is hard. Yeah, Pusha T is almost dry. Uh, West Side Boogies, More Black Superheroes. Those three albums are kind of been what's been, uh, as far as like things that came out this year, that I've been, since they came out, I've just been going back to them and back to them and back to them. You know? Uh, I don't think I don't think I have one. I don't think I have one thing where it's like that. I don't know. I don't know if it's the music that's coming out, or if it's me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, there's not. Honestly, yeah. I mean, the only, the only thing that I'm really into is the stuff that's in my car. Yeah, I mean, that's the only, that's the only, that's really the only music that I look forward to listening to is just, like, just the music that I'm in my car. Have you, have y'all checked out um, the new Steve Lacey stuff? No, I've been meaning to check it out. And the new, uh, what's the song? She did the song Sticky. Rivalin' Raven, Raven, yeah. Yeah, her tiny desk was dope. Dog, that song they got together, Skin Tight, fucking love that shit. Yeah. 
this this new the new stuff is it's it's all right. I don't think I don't think he's done anything that made me believe that he anything would be better than Steve Le- Steve Lacey's demo. Some of the some of the songs on the album were pretty cool, but like overall, nothing has given me the feeling of Steve the, the Steve Le- Steve Lacey's demo tape. Dark Red is fire. Whole tape. Yeah. But it's it's very I don't know. Because at first I at first I was like really digging the style because it was so it was so simple. Mm-hmm. It's very much just drums, guitar, and bass line. Maybe some keys. It's, it's a very it's a very 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 a little harmonizing. <laughs> yeah, a little like it's very it's 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 like it's almost like bedroom. It still kind of has like the bedroom funk in a way where it's like very indie, like one person sitting on the floor making music. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't I don't think it has the same. Charm the way that it did, where I'm asking for more whenever he drops the new stuff. Like some of the songs, like like Mercury, like Mercury is cool. Like I probably like when it comes on, I'm not skipping it. Like like if if the, any of the new Steve Lacey comes on, I'm not skipping it. But I'm just I'm still like search. I'm still waiting for that aha moment for Steve. Did you check out um? Fuck. What's the crowd name? What's, what's Internet lead singer Sid. Sid, you share her new album? Oh yeah, I'll t- I think I talk about it on another episode, but it was yeah, alright. It was, it was alright. Are you objective? Object, love Sid. Objectively speaking, it was just it was very. It was, yeah. Okay, so if you kind of lukewarm on Sid's and you also kind of lukewarm on Steve Lacey, I think when we first and Steve Lacey's demo tape came out I want to say both of you were like yeah this is kind of what I wanted Our Future to, to sound to go in like he's like I really the best parts of the Our Future's new, 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 newer stuff is the Steve Lacey parts you mean the internet the internet yeah my bad okay. <laughs> shit confused the best part of the internet's newer stuff is like the Steve Lacey's parts I want to say like when Hive Mind and um, Ego Death came out I want to say that's what uh, I mean those I albums mean, came out a while ago. We talked about we talked about them a while ago. I don't know if that was I don't know if that was if that was me though. I'm, oh, okay, I'm, okay. I'm very much nah. when it comes to internet, I'm very much pre Steve. I'm a pre I'm a like, no, yeah, like, 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 like Hive Mom is great. I'll probably get that vinyl. Yeah, he was like uh, Purple Naked Ladies. But yeah, I'm very much I'm Purple Naked Ladies and um, the second album. Hot, I forget. I'm forgetting everything. Nah, but the first the first the first two albums, I'm very much like yeah, those two are better than. Ego Death for me. Ego Death is Ego Death is a pop album. It's a pop album. Ego Death's the one that made the mainstream. Yeah, that's what made. That's what everybody loves is, is that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. People don't even people don't even like they don't even acknowledge the first two albums. <laughs> yeah, that's just kind of crazy. Like they may acknowledge the first album because they had Don't You, but like they don't. Nobody speak. Nobody even mentions or speaks on or anything about Purple Naked Ladies. Yeah. I remember that. I only remember the album because of the title. Yeah. I, man, I bump. Man, I bump. I bump the shit out. Yeah. Cause it was so, it was so, it was so new. That's I think there that's a, there is one song on that album. There is one song on that I really do like. It, it it's like that's it's like what they were doing was just like so. Fu- it was so new. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's I think that's what I like about a lot of like if I'm if I'm gonna like really like something. I mean that's what I like about the Lives album because it sounded so new. It didn't sound it didn't sound like anything. Oh, feel good. That was the name of the other album. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the second album. The second one. What was the song? Yeah, Sunset. That's what it was. Nice, miss. 
I'm a dun, 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 dun. Yes, I interest. Yeah, I feel that. So, uh, what would you want from a new internet project? What, what what would I want from a new internet? I would want them. I would want them to let to let Matt take more of a lead on the next on the next album. Like I think Steve Lacey has a lot of Steve Lacey has a lot of the, the groove. But I, to be honest, them together, them together. That's when they work their their best. Yeah. like as a unit. But Matt, like Matt and Steve, <laughs> Matt and Steve specifically, when they are in their their bag together, that's like because that's what um, Matt's first solo album was, mm-hmm. um, Drum Corps Theory. It was basically Matt and Steve, and that I, I thought that, that album was great. It was like them, but let's take away more. Of the, let's take away more of the band up Matt's ideas, but like Steve is going to execute them, and so Steve got the Steve, Steve's baseline and you know production, you know production fun. But like Matt's eccentric style, um, and then the next, and then like Hive Mind, listening mm-hmm. to that, it's still a lot of um, a lot of Steve rhythm style. But like in the background, it's like Matt's fun style. But I feel like if they did a little bit, like it did a little bit more Matt, but let Steve hone it in, and then you know Sid Sid gets on top of it, and then everyone else is talented. Because mm-hmm. even Patrick Patrick Page, mm-hmm. he has some songs out that are super cool. Like his he had a he had a single out. Um, that was pretty. That was pretty dope, and it features some other some other Atlanta people as well. Yeah, I think they've all dropped like solo projects this year over the, like the last two years. Yeah, yeah they all dropped something. Did Matt? Individually. Did, did Matt drop this year? He, I mean, he he had, he had a. I think he had, he's had at least a couple um, albums after Drum Drum Corps Theory. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if they do, if, it's a good. I think it's a good sign. They're all releasing music. That means at some point in time they'll probably come together, come back together uh-huh. to put out an album. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they all got their own idea. Yeah, they gotta get all their ideas out. Like, all right, this is what I really want to do. Let me get this out so I can like come back and do this shit. Yeah. I mean, I hope it isn't that, you know, all the all the main I wouldn't I don't want to say main members, but the main influences on their sound. like Sid like Sid said for like for like two years, she just didn't she just couldn't make music. It's like nothing's coming to her. I think Matt. I think Matt has been dropping somewhat consistently, and then Steve hasn't dropped one album, and then there's not a lot, not a ton of music coming out. So I'm hoping he's been like on features and like doing production and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then like those were big, like Skin Tight. It's just a fucking banger. Was that was that on um, Raven Lane's first album? It's on the new their newest. Project. Oh, the newest one. Okay, I, I, I haven't. I haven't Hypnos. But yeah, I'm I'm just hoping we'll be I'm just hoping that we'll be able to get that because I'm you know, all the all them together is great. Their solo album, you know, the solo stuff I always check out, so you know. Yeah, I wonder the next friends. album is like gonna be a continuation. Is it gonna be like a trilogy? Cause you know Ego Death and they had Hive Mind, just those two titles alone. And you feel like those those albums go hand in hand. So I wonder the next album is gonna be another play on mentality. Something maybe something on the senses, you yeah. Third sense, third eye. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? We got to get. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think if there's any if there's any other thing that I've checked out. I did finish the the newest season of The Boys as well. What'd you think? Oh, the the last episode's already out. This is the last episode. I might have to revisit it if there if there's something if there's something else I, I can I can check it out I didn't I don't know. 
okay. I just watched. I just watched what was there. I, I didn't. I don't. Really, I don't really. Honestly, I don't really keep up with a lot. Like a lot of because I've been playing video games. To be honest, I just finished. You know, Fire Emblem Three Houses. So I was like, I, don't know. <laughs> I, was like, I feel like this. I'm on my gaming mode. So. Was Was Hero Gasm the last episode you watched? Well, no, that was. Uh, I think the last episode I watched was when um there was they, one when they jumped when when they jumped um when they jumped uh, Homelander when they jumped Homelander yeah that's the last the last episode I saw oh yeah there's like another episode after that and then oh oh because they they sta- they stagger it yeah oh I might watch that today <clears throat> yeah this shit so you got like two episodes left yeah but yeah I I've been in like this season was really at first I was kind of like oh I'm watching it but I'm not watching it but then I'm watching oh, it more again. Than boys. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's yeah it's it, I, that I, shit is wild. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. It's wild. Especially that first episode. I was like, yeah, they're, yeah. T- they're taking it there this season. Yeah, like the first season. Their first season was like, okay, this they is, never this didn't is take edgy. it there, but they're tripling down at this point. Yeah, it's like, oh no, we can. They're Amazon is letting us do this shit, so we we'll take it as far as I don't go. think Amazon cares. They don't give a fuck. You can do. You can put whatever on. Hey, if it's going you to can. get if it's going to get people to watch, then yeah, we'll, they'll they'll put it on there. Yeah, yeah, that shit. That shit. Is, that shit. Is yeah, if you can get if you can get like <laughs> if you can get racist ass cartoons on that channel, yeah, you can. Bro, I was watching um, Sonic um, AM, the Sonic Saturday morning cartoon. Bruh, I forgot how much of a gem this shit was. They only got like the first season. I think it only lasted a season. The old Fox one or the new so there were the old Fox one. Oh, okay. The dark gritty Sonic. Like if Sonic got a dark gritty remake, is that because they had like two Sonic shows, right? Both both Sonics were voiced by Jaleel White. They had like the one that was like the super like here's the lesson of the day: don't go with strangers. Uh, out of here and stuff like that. But you got a, another like darker, gritty one where Eggman's oh, God damn it. Where Eggman basically has like taken over. Is that the one he got them like enslaved or something? Yeah, that one. That's on Amazon Prime. I was like, yo, I forgot about this. This is fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got some gems. It just has a horrible layout. I also started watching um Miss Marvel. And Isn't that a movie? A movie? No, it's a series. It's a series. Oh. I think of Captain Marvel. Oh, right. And no, it, I'm thinking. I was. I'm thinking of Miss Marvel, the um, the one that's um, Middle Eastern or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was a. I it's a that was no, a, it's a Disney uh, Plus series. Oh. Yeah, I watched like I think five. The fifth episode just came out this week. I watched the first four, and it's not bad if you care about. Seeing like a young teenage girl figure life out. So I feel like I watch a lot of those shows anyway. So so I'm not the demographic. Cool. Yeah, it's not a it's not a bad show at all. It's just like, huh? I would appreciate this show, Joe. (laughs) I would appreciate this a lot more if I was a teenage girl, if I was a Muslim, or if I was Indian. Yeah, it's like it's like that one. It's like that one. Is she Pakistan? That one movie that was about the the they had to buy like a Plan B and like a road trip or whatever. I was like, this is really good, but it's just like I feel like I'm outside. I'm outside of like I'm put like I'm Sisterhood I'm, of the Traveling Pants, something like that. It was I was just like, okay, this is really this is really funny. This is really good, but I feel like I'm out. Outside, I'm outside. the demographic, like, like yeah, like it's it. not a, it's not, I got 
I can see like, oh, this is a good show. Like I can, oh, I almost have to watch it off my shoulder, and, like delete my history. Like, so I don't, like I don't want nobody else to know that I'm watching this for the and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like my younger cousin would like really enjoy this show, but not me. But I'm gonna finish the season anyway. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I hit like Marvel fatigue finally. Marvel fatigue, or just like. I don't care to watch Moon Knight. Like, I watched all the Disney Plus shows up until Moon Knight, and I just like, not, there isn't anything about this show that makes me want to go watch it. I, I mean, I felt that way about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and but, Loki. I feel you, but I, wa- I watched all those. I'm like, okay, no, nah, these are fire. These, these are good. I see what it's doing. I see what it's going for. Yeah, those are those more so revolve around the, the main story. Yeah, maybe just because it's all these side characters. I was like, ah, it's just like I don't know who any of you are. Yeah, you're I not important. I don't care. It's like I'm not gonna read any of your stories. I'm, I wouldn't buy any of you. Like if if there's like an anthology of Moon Knight, I'm not buying that shit. All right, and uh, Thor: Love and Thunder that just came out. So I was like, is it, huh. is it released already? Yes, it came. Yeah, no, it, just, it just came out today. Really? Oh, all right. yeah. I'm like, well. Mm. So I was like, huh? Am I gonna go rush I, to the it, theaters? It, it was like, all right, at least I need to do something today. Then it's like, all right, let's, let's go watch. I was saying, I was like, hmm. I'm like, but tickets for tomorrow are probably already sold out or some shit. Or yeah, I'm not trying to go to a crowded theater. I haven't, yeah. I haven't looked. But yeah, it's one of those things. Like, huh? Would I? Do I want to go see this? Yeah, take a half day and go. Yeah, it's something like that. So I was like, huh? Am I? Your matinee. Am I running out of like steam? For this, um, you know, Black Panther two, they 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 finally like announced it. Like, yeah, that's that's coming. I don't know if I can be excited for that movie anymore. Because if you're not gonna have the, I mean, they're not gonna have the Black Panther. And that's it'll just, be an, it'll be that's another, just what it'll be it is. A, it'll probably be another Black Panther, but it's mm-hmm. not it's not Chad. Yeah, and I want Chad. Pause. Hey, they uh, name more the Submariner. He's, he's gonna be there. Yeah, I don't cool. care. I don't care about seeing all those black women. Give me Doom. Namor, the Submariner? Fuck him. He's probably a, a racist. I just want Doom. I want I want them to announce who do you, Doom. Who do you want to be Doom? Who do I want to be Doom? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I heard Howard Stern is going to be Doom. <laughs> Howard Stern? Yeah. I don't know how. He's like, he's like it kind, it kind like of makes Like the guy from the radio show? Yeah. He acts, but he's oldish. It's like he's old as shit, though. What the fuck? He's been old since the eighties. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it, but he's, he's been old. He's been Did y'all used to watch his show? That came on like E. <laughs> like my mom, and my Hope brother would show? watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't really I was supposed. To, that was a podcast. I wasn't really supposed to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, my, when you know, sometimes it used to be when you get like a new car, it will come with Sirius XM. Mm-hmm. I would. Um, Switch to those channels um, in my car with my parents or something like that. Try to check out the Howard Stern show. Some, you know, some of the shows. But hey, let's watch. Uh, you know, let's listen to um, Howard Stern show. Cause I, I thought it was. I don't know if it's. Is it supposed to be funny or is it just like commentary? I don't. I don't. At the time when I was watching the show, I was. I didn't get it. I was just watch because every once in a while he had like naked woman on it. Yeah, yeah. It's just shock. It's just shock value. Yeah. The shock so you, jock. So you put thumbs in butts? Is that when, is that your career? Yeah. I'm a professional butt thumber. Oh, wow. <laughs> you you want to show that to us? <laughs> sure. Come on down. 
need volunteer volunteer one is his crewmates. Bubble boy, bubble boy. Man, it just had a black woman on there who's just like, oh, <laughs> uh, how? Crazy. Y'all look crazy. Did you use the barometer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Wow. What have I been on? I I am pretty much caught up in the boys. Like, this season is definitely pretty good. There's a character called Soldier Boy, and he's yeah. he's their take on it. Um, <laughs> dog, this is, this is my thing. I need them to acknowledge Soldier Boy the artist is canon in this universe. I need, I need, I need a, a, a clip of Soldier Boy on. They gotta say, you tell him, Soldier Boy. On YouTube, just like, yeah, let me find some Soldier Boy videos. And it's just kids cranking that. And they pull up, the, <laughs> they pull up the legendary video. <laughs> yeah, Rick and he's Rowe. like, who the fuck are they? <laughs> yeah, that that shit's funny because it's like, this is what Cap would be like if this is the the realistic Captain America. Yeah. This is the dystopian Captain America. You know, he's he's one of the one of the uh, he's a fucking asshole. He <laughs> he's a piece of shit and a fucking asshole. And damn, you didn't even see that last episode with Black Noir. No, I didn't. Oh fuck. Wait, wait. I'm trying to remember I'm trying to remember what happened. Because I remember when they were in like Vietnam. And it, it's not that? No. Nah. Oh, okay. So yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah. Did you guys both finish Stranger Things? I did. No, I didn't. I didn't watch the. Ooh, the I didn't watch man. the newest one. I watched the one before. I watched the end of season four, but I didn't watch like the the, the cap. last two episodes. Yeah, I didn't watch the cap. Yeah, those shits. Yeah, it was about three, three and a half hours between the two of them. The first episode is an hour and twenty seven minutes. The second episode is two hours and twenty minutes. Okay, so I got to put some time in that. Yeah, pretty much. I was gonna watch them back to back, but when I was loading the second one, I was like two and a half. I was like shit. I was gonna do. <laughs> I was gonna do some other things today. <laughs> yeah, that's def- that's definitely like a like a sat like a Saturday seven p.m. kind of thing. Definitely got fried and watched it later on that night though. Had my red light on. I was just like, fuck it. Just go for it. Let's go for it. Man, that shit was emotional. Like, you're not even high by the end of it. No, no. It, it took a little... I had to take a stop break. Just... <laughs> yeah. God damn. I need to... Whew. You need to decompress? Shit got hands. Damn. Yeah. That shit was that shit was emotional. Yeah, those kids were in their bag, man. Well, a lot of racial kids. tension. Yeah. Um, so they upped it? I saw that he, that uh, Lucas gave that, that, that one nigga hands. Yeah. So we got to see Lucas get his get back. Yeah, yeah, Look, he, we saw he Lucas got that act right. Yeah, we saw the one black kid have to be the basketball star. They had to see this white man up there pointing a gun at this black. And a lot of it was like, oh man, this is. I mean, I get it. Sure. It's a small town in Indiana. In the yeah, 80s. Like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But at the same time, it's like I still think they do this thing where. Um, the ethnic characters, in this case, the black characters, all the trauma goes to them. I think Lucas has experienced like the most trauma outside without, of like a without it being directly addressed. Yeah, Will. He did. Yeah, I would say Will. Will yeah, was say gone <laughs> for a season and then dealt with the trauma for the next season. That's pretty fucked up. Like Lucas didn't get any type of like. True Lucas, fuck shit Lucas, until, Lucas like, was just black in America. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of being black in America. He didn't get no like true, true fuck shit till this season. Now, does media do that often? Yes. Absolutely. 
But as far as them kids, yeah, they. If your name's not Mike, you're fine. Honestly, that's what it boils down to. <laughs> Mike hasn't taken a loss. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just I found myself really uh, feeling for Lucas this season, and all the shit he really went through. I really feel like it wasn't really addressed. I feel like, damn, you really got the short end of the stick. You and your little sister <clears throat> kept kind of getting the short end of the stick and everything. <laughs> like, um, when they were building the fucking uh, bow, <laughs> like the, the fucking uh Oh, they were spears. arming up, and they were like, yeah, how are those spears coming along? You pants over to the two black children. Uh, what, separate spears? from everyone else, like, making spears. I'm like, why are they the ones making spears? You got this white woman over here with these guns. You got these two stoners over here with these fucking, with these garbage cans. They're nailing nails through, and somehow the black people are making spears. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> All right, then later on, you got this white man just, show, just pointing his gun at this black kid. With a yeah. spear. <laughs> nah, it was, it was like the season in and of itself, though. Or the last two episodes, that like they they hit. No, yeah, it this this it was great. Um, definitely, I think season five already got announced for like the next year. Yeah, or twenty twenty four maybe. I thought they shot. I thought I thought they shot it back to back. No, they haven't started shooting yet. They haven't even started writing yet. Season five. Wow, I thought I thought it was going to be like okay, this is it. So we're just going to shoot everything at once. Or was that I think, I think that might have just been Atlanta. Yeah, that was Atlanta for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So. I feel like they just they just ended. Just oh no no five season. I mean, I feel like five season is a perfect caps, the perfect length for any show. Like any yeah. more than five seasons, because usually you're gonna jump. shit goes to shit at, at season three. Yeah, really. To be honest, it's like you survive season three. You, you get milk, two, you milk, get, milk two more out, and you get you know what I'm saying. Everybody everybody get paid. Mm. How'd you, how'd you feel? How'd you feel about um, old boy dying? Spoilers, no spoilers. Nah, that's not. Right. We got one thirty, so we can we can, we can keep it. I'm gonna I'm watch it. We'll talk about it next time. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because I read an article and I didn't really like the article I read from the nerds. They made a very um interesting point. We will talk about it next episode. Cool. Next time on the Adventures of Three Piece Set. Yes, so that was episode eighty-one of the Three Piece Set podcast. You can follow us all collectively at Three Piece Set Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Collectively, collectively. Drew, where can they find you at? Speedwagon X. Josh, where can they find you at? I know Jones everywhere. All right, you can find me at A underscore Sun Ten everywhere else except for Twitter. Because you know what? After that, watching that CGI. Bullshit! I might change my Twitter name. Damn. I haven't done that in years. You abandoning the fandom? <laughs> Maybe. But as for but for now, you can follow me at Ash underscore Duh underscore Stampede on Twitter. A underscore something anywhere else. Three Piece Set is your favorite bi-weekly podcast. Shout out to Dan and Hip Hop. Shout out to Dan and Studios. And this has been a Nova Script production. Blah.